Well, good evening. Thank you for being here. Well, it seems three women were stranded on a desert island. And they've been there for five years. And it turns out one of the ladies happened to be walking on the beach one day, and she stumbled across a lamp, the kind that you might see in an old Sinbad movie. So she picked it up, and you know, just for kicks, she rubbed the lamp. And sure enough, out popped a genie. Well, the genie looked and surveyed the situation and says, well, I see that there's three of you, so each of you get one wish. So the first lady said, well, I miss my family. I want to go home. Poof, she was gone. Jeannie turned to the second woman who said, I miss my boyfriend. I want to go home. Poof, she was gone. Well, the genie turned to the third lady, and she was crying uncontrollably. And the genie says, well, what's wrong? You still have your wish. And she said, I miss my two friends. I wish they were here. That story is tenuously connected to our lesson tonight. Uh, but the moral of the lesson there is that if you're stuck, sometimes your friends will help you and sometimes they won't. Well, I'm sort of a handyman, a fix-it kind of guy. And most, if not all, of the problems that this world faces can be classified into two very simple categories. Those categories are things that we don't want to stick together but do, and those things that we do want to stick together but don't. Those two basic categories pretty well cover the waterfront. The world has a solution for those things that don't stick together but we want them to stick together. The world offers duct tape, wonderful invention, duct tape. And for those things that stick together and we don't want them to, the world offers us WD-40. With WD-40 and duct tape, you can fix just about anything in this world. Some of the things that we want to stick together but sometimes don't, the brakes in your car, your shoes on a slick floor, the ends of your belt, a zipper, band-aids, husbands and wives, and the list goes on and on and on. And then there's the list of things that we want to stick together, or we don't want to stick together, but sometimes do. Your sock drawer, windows, muffins to the muffin tin, dust on everything, kids to their parents when they're over about 21. We'd all like to see those things not stick, but sometimes they do. But actually, and this is all for free tonight, uh, there's something better than duct tape and WD-40. And I would, since I know this, I would be remiss in not sharing with you a couple of secrets. For things that we want to stick together, but sometimes don't, duct tape is good. J.B. Weld is better. If you don't know about this, this is the best all-purpose glue that I have ever found. It is wonderful. I mean, it is outstanding. It does the job just, just in a terrific fashion. So if you don't know about J.B. Weld as glue, you do now, and you'll thank me for it. For things that we don't want to have stuck together, but sometimes do, another product. PB Blaster. 
Now WD-40 is good because it sometimes will free up things that still move but don't move like they should. If you've got something really stuck and you want to unstick it, PV Blaster is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. It is a miracle in a can. I've used those for a number of years and I tell you they really, really work and they will make your life better. I was appalled about a year ago when I found out that my 75-year-old brother-in-law, who is himself a very good fits-it kind of handyman, did not know about these two products. I thought that was criminal. So just in case there's anybody here tonight in that same boat, I wanted to correct that situation. I believe in these products. Every once in a while we run across a product that is so good, works so well, does more than what is advertised that we simply have to share that knowledge with others. We have to tell others. In its heyday, Packard Motor Car Company built quality automobiles. They spent very little on advertisements and their simple advertisement was this, ask the man who owns one. Simple word of mouth was all that they needed. We have very little trouble telling our friends, coworkers, and even strangers in a store about a product that we're sold on, a product that will benefit them. We want people to know about things that will make their lives better, don't we? Why in the world then do we have such a difficult time sharing Jesus with those who desperately need him? You don't have to look very hard in this world to see a world that needs Jesus. And you don't have to look very hard to see so much misunderstanding about who Jesus is, who God is, and what Jesus and God has done for us to realize we have done a lousy job of marketing Jesus. Now, you may not like that term marketing. It sounds crude and maybe even disrespectful to talk about our Lord in those terms. But practically speaking, we need to get the truth out about Jesus to those who need him. What he, who he is and what he has done for each one of us in a world that, where there's virtually no understanding of who God is. In a world where there's very little understanding of what the Bible is all about. Although people will preach about it all the time. In a world that so desperately needs to hear the truth, why aren't we getting the truth out? In a world that's struggling with sin, and in many cases, a world that has surrendered to sin, has given up the fight, has ceased to call sin, sin, because they don't know how to deal with it. They can't deal with it. So they say it's not sin, so it's okay. In a world that's in that situation, we absolutely have to do a better job of getting the word out about who Jesus is. It's our obligation. You know, these common products will make your life better. They can help you deal with some of the practical issues of life. And again, I'd be remiss if I didn't share with you what I knew. And if you know something that will make my life better, you're obligated to share it with those who you call family and friends. This applies so much more to sharing the truth about Jesus. Spiritually speaking, we face the same two categories of problems that I just talked about. There are things that we want to be stuck to that we don't get stuck to, and there are things that we want to be free from we don't want to be stuck to that unfortunately sometimes we are. 
Jesus tells Matthew, tells Peter in Matthew chapter 16 that there are critical spiritual things that fall into these two categories. There are things that must be bound together, and there are things that must be loosed. There are things that must be stuck, and there, must, there are things that must be unstuck. In Matthew 16, 19, Jesus says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Those two basic categories. Spiritually speaking, we don't need multiple products like WD-40 or PV Blaster or duct tape or JB Weld. We have access to one product that does it all. And it's sad, it's even criminal that we know about that one solution, that one product that can fix all, not some, all of our spiritual issues. And there are those that we call family and friends that we have not shared that message with. In our spiritual lives, we don't want to be stuck to sin. I think we all know what that feels like, to be stuck with an addiction, with some other type of sin. But we do want to be stuck to everything that's righteous. We want every aspect of our faith to be solidly stuck together. We want our relationships to be strong and unyielding, never to break. As much as we want to be steadfast and secure in our faith, we want to be free of certain things like regrets, uncertainty, temptation, unhealthy desires, lust, greed, coveting, all sorts of nasty things that we see in the world today. And that list goes on and on and on. We struggle with being stuck to what we don't want to be stuck to and not stuck to what we want to be stuck to. If you're in that boat, you're not alone. And you know how frustrating that can be. You feel like you're in a pit. You feel like you're in a trap that you just can't get out of. Paul dealt with this problem and shares his discouragement and frustration in Romans chapter 7. Picking up in verse 14, it says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of flesh, sold into bondage to sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very things that I hate. But if I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. So now no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want to do, I do not. But I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then that the principle that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good, for I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man, but I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is in my members. members. Paul is at the point where he is so frustrated and so sick about his situation, the battle in his life that he cannot win. He talks about the good things that he wants to do but does not, and he talks about the bad things he doesn't want to do but the, those things that he does. He's out of control. He's a slave to sin. 
You can feel his frustration. You can feel his anger. You can feel his disappointment in himself. In himself. He's at war with himself and realizes that he just can't deal with the situation alone. In verse 27, his frustration boils over and he cries out, Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? He is just so discouraged. He just cries out, Help! I need help. Who will save me? And in verse 25, he shares with us the one and only answer. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the only way out of this dilemma. Jesus can stick us with what we want to be stuck to, and he can free us up from what we need to be freed from. Paul was stuck to sin when he wanted to be free. The good things he wanted to, to do and things that he wanted to be were all too often slipping away from him. He needed spiritual WD-40 to free him from sin, and he needed spiritual duct tape to secure him to righteousness. And Jesus is the only answer for both situations. He's the one and only product that cures our spiritual sickness. And what would you expect to pay for this miracle product? Well, tonight, for a limited time only, we're offering this miracle cure not for $29.95, not for $19.95, and not even $9.95. We're offering this remarkable, all-purpose, spiritual cure absolutely free. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus has paid the price with his life. And there is no shipping and handling. Jesus personally delivered this gift to us. But wait! If you respond now, we'll not only double the offer, we'll triple it. If you respond now, you'll not only get Jesus, the one who died for your sins that we might have life. You get the Father, the creator of the universe who so loves you that he gave his only son that you might be saved, and through Jesus, you have the capability to boldly access the throne room of Almighty God. You get free and unlimited access to the throne room of Almighty God. And that's not all. You get the Holy Spirit, who will guide you and help you in so many special ways. Well, it might seem silly, and it might even seem sacrilegious to talk about Jesus the way some TV announcer talks about some new version of the Vegematic. Remember the Vegematics? But the point is that we absolutely have to do a better job of getting the word out about Jesus. One place to start is maybe to better appreciate what he's done for us, what we have in Jesus. If you use the product and it works for you, tell others. They need to know. So every time you hear some TV announcer trying to sell you something, things of probably questionable value, think about this. The world does not need a new and improved Vegematic. The world does not need a new Flabmaster 2000. The world does not need a new set of Jinsu knives. What the world needs is Jesus.
What we all need is Jesus. Share that with others. And the benefit is beyond our imagination. The potential impact in our lives as well as others is beyond imagination. We will be blessed if we do that. If you need Jesus tonight and haven't put Jesus on, Galatians 3 tells us that we put Jesus on in baptism. We can do that for you tonight. Or if there's any other thing that you might need from the congregation, prayers or whatever, please make your need known as together we stand and sing.